Well, good evening, all, whomever's on the call so far. We're waiting for Amy to join us, and hopefully whomever. Uh, and we are in the course of love in the third treatise, the treatise on the personal self. And in the first edition, we'll, edition, we'll be starting on uh, chapter 15, The New Beginning, and that's on page 321 in my book. And that's the first edition, so it's a little different if you have a newer, the newer edition. Uh, and this evening we have with us Judy and Lana and Yvonne, and I'm assuming we're all reading, so, and whomever, hopefully, like I say, Amy will join us. I just, um, she's a little confused with the time, but I'm sure she's okay with it. So, before we get started, let's just kind of take a few deep breaths and relax. Let the blood flow through your head. Let your heart beat. Feel the love flowing from your heart to your head. Let it join together in wholeheartedness, that loving feeling of all humanity, even news people, snow forecasters, anyone who's out there. They are our brothers and sisters, and we hold them in love. And here's a few guiding words for the evening. And as it says here, guided by the spirit within, we let go of all fear and doubt. We make wise choices that bring positive results. We are perfectly poised to adjust to changing circumstances with ease and grace. And when those changing circumstances include snow, we even stand with ease and grace. So, just throwing that in as a side one. So keep that in mind. Let go of all fear and doubt. And we make wise choices about being positive. And we know that changing circumstances, if we take with ease and grace, we know each and every one of them is an opportunity for us to go within and see why is it provoking fear or happiness. It's always, there's always an answer. So, here we are, ladies. I will start us off from the last chapter, chapter 14, no other than who you are. And then we'll roll into chapter 15, the new beginning. And as usual, our usual format, We'll read a couple of paragraphs, and if we feel so called at the moment to opine on any of it, we will stop. But if not, we'll just keep chugging along. And there are oh, about 17 paragraphs, some big, some small. So we'll take them one by one, you know, read them, and we'll do our usual format and, and our, our pure, unadulterated dialoguing, <laughs> for the lack of a better word. So sit back, and I'm going to try to recap some of what we read last week. The past is no more, and neither the present nor the future can be built upon it. This is why we have spent so much time unlearning and why we continue with lessons of forgetting. Resurrection or rebirth must be total to be all. Can you see why you cannot hang on to the past? 
The new cannot have historical precedence. This is why you have been assured that what you are called to is a life so new that you cannot even imagine it. Imagine not the past and make yourself no cause to prolong it. The past is but a starting point for the future. Just as we talked of the consequences of blame and how you are unaware of all that proceeds from the idea of blame. So, too, is it with the past, like a story yet to be written, that which follows the first page will be based upon the first page. That which follows the first page will be based upon the first page. We are writing a new first page, a new genesis. It begins now. It begins with the rebirth of a true self of love. It begins with the birth of Christ in you and in your willingness to live in the world as the Christ self. Judy, you want to bring us into chapter 15, the new beginning? Mm, Yes, thank you. Some of you have had more experience with new beginnings than others. For most mature adults, Some form of new beginning has taken place or been offered. Often those within the relationship of marriage have had occasion to choose to forgive the past and begin again to build a new relationship. Others in a similar relationship might have chosen to let the past go and enter into new relationships. Parents have welcomed home or aunt children to give them the chance to begin again. At all stages of life, New friendships are formed, and the relationship with each new friend provides for a new beginning. Some begin anew through changes in locale and employment. Each new school year of the young provides a fresh start. Deaths of loved ones and the births of new family members form new configurations in life. Nature begins anew each spring. Lana? Okay. Thank you, Judy. What hampers new beginnings of all kinds within the human experience are ideas that things cannot be different than they once were. The only true departure from this idea has concerned the occasion... Okay, I'm going to read that again. The only departure... The only true departure from this idea that things cannot be... be, That things cannot be different... Uh, has concerned the occasions of birth and death. This is something we will return to, but first let us look at other types of new beginnings and all that would hamper them from taking place. Okay, should I read now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, 15.3. New beginnings do not occur outside of relationship. The idea of special relationship is one that hampers new beginnings. Special relations of all of all types are based upon expectations. You tell the truth. Expectations of certain behavior and expectations of continued special treatment within the relationship. Even, and sometimes especially, what is considered poor behavior 
can come to be an expectation difficult to deviate from within the special relationship. But whether the expectation is of special treatment or poor behavior matters not. It is the expectation of a known, in quotes, set of criteria concerning the relationship, a set of criteria based upon the past that is most often what prevents new beginnings from truly being new. Wow. <laughs> Paula, do you, you want, want to read a chapter? Yeah, I'll read a paragraph. A paragraph and I'm, then we'll... I'm sorry, I took a paragraph, thank you. Yeah, okay. Often new beginnings are offered or considered, quote, in spite of circumstances of the past that would seem to make them foolish. There is always some, quote, thing that is expected to change. This idea is counter, countered etern, eternally, eternally, etern, internally. <laughs> However, I got my word. But the idea that some basic level human beings do not change. You cannot imagine those with whom you are in relationship being other than who they are. This is consistent with the truth. Yet who anyone is is not contingent upon whom they have represented themselves to be in the past. That's kind of convoluted in my head, that whole paragraph. In my head, anyway. All right. Well, let's continue on. Go ahead. Okay. (laughs) When attempting to give oneself or another a new beginning... You often act as if you believe a new beginning is possible while even while awaiting the lapse that will surely prove to you that the new beginning is but an act and that nothing has really changed. A student who failed to learn the prior year while eager and confident in being able to succeed in the current year will continue to be plagued by memories of failure. The alcoholic can approach each day with faith while keeping fresh memories of past abuse or humiliation in the hopes that they will discourage a repeat of the old behavior. The loved one of an alcoholic can similarly approach each day with faith, even while suspiciously looking for signs that faith is unwarranted. The criminal is not expected to be rehabilitated despite the efforts of the system and the hopes of their loved ones. Yvonne? Yep. Everyone believes they carry the baggage of the past, not only their own, but that of all the special relationships in which they have been involved. To have a special relationship with someone who has failed at offered... Okay, I got it. I'll go back. To have a special relationship with someone who has failed at offered new beginnings becomes a failure for all involved. Each sets their own criteria for success and failure and their own timing for the accomplishment of the same. Some would see six months of change as the basis for trust in the new. Uh, For others, six years would not be enough. (laughs) (laughs) Six years would not be enough. (laughs) Six lifetimes. (laughs) 
Yeah. Is it my turn? I'm sorry to be so dense tonight. That's okay, Ronnie. Yes, it's your turn. Okay. You must now... Okay, here I go. You must now birth the idea that human beings do indeed change. While you have known instinctively that there is a core, a center to each that is unchangeable, you must now give up the idea that this core or center has been represented by the past. You must forget the idea that the future cannot be different than the past. With the death of the ego, special relationships too have breathed their last. As I said before, there will seem to be remedial lessons. What they are in truth are aids to help you birth the new ideas that will break the patterns of the old. Mm. Do, do we want to stop here and kind of talk about these last eight paragraphs in any way? Anything sound familiar to you? <laughs> does it resonate with <laughs> you? Oh, my God. <laughs> Everything does, you know. I, you know, I think there's, um, there's not a topic I write about with Jesus more than the whole idea of letting go of the past, giving the future to God, and staying in the present. And, um, and you know, the present moment is where all the goodies are. You know, you ask for forgiveness, you commune with God, you have holy instance, you practice forgiveness, you accept the eternal. All that good stuff is done when consciousness is an awareness are centered in okay. the present moment. You know, if I'm time traveling in the past or bringing the past with me and projecting it onto the future, there's not anything of the new that I can receive. But um, when I ask God, you know, what is the truth of this? You know, whatever the truth, whatever the situation may be. And I trust Holy Spirit or Jesus to give me the answer. It's delivered into my mind. And and the reason I recognize it as truth, because it always comes, always, always comes with clarity certainty, and peace. And it is spreading. You know, it's like if I'm giving a problem or a situation to Jesus or Holy Spirit to handle, the solution shows up in an unimagined way. Again, it's fresh. It's new. It's this, it comes from the whole infinite mind of God. It doesn't come from my past, you know, the ego's um, reference bank <laughs> so you know this is and 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 it's true you know we you know where it was what in the beginning of this reading it says or what what a poll was re- reading from the last chapter you know we have a thought that and i remember oh god this was back in the 70s and i had ordered all these tony robbins Video. Do you remember Tony Robbins? That, that mm-hmm. uh, he was like that. Yeah. So he had this famous saying: "The 
past doesn't equal the future. And that's a belief that we hold. I know I, don't, I, know I did for years, not only about myself, but about everybody I was in a relationship with. Was. And not only everybody, but everything, like money and, you know, my weight and <laughs> my job, you know, um, judging the future based on the past. And thank God for A Course in Miracles because it did get me through breaking loose of that belief and healing that belief. I'm not saying I'm totally healed, but oh my God, so much better that the past doesn't equal the future. The past doesn't, the past is an illusion. Time is an illusion. You know, the only thing that's real is here and now or the closest thing we have to eternity is here and now. And um, I just love A Course of Love, how it, it really gives more content and explanation to some of the spiritual concepts in A Course in Miracles. Because you don't really, you know, I love A Course in Miracles. I live it every day. But um, the idea that, that I can, that the ego is gone and now I'm just heal, healing patterns of behavior, um, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just so key. You know, it's not a... Patterns of behavior is such a, a light, it's so much lighter um, yeah. experience than ego, the deep, dark ego. <laughs> so anyway, um, I am, uh, I'm complete, I'll shut up now. <laughs> oh, that is so true. <laughs> oh, Lonnie, you hit the nail right on the head. You know, it's totally like true. You know, like years and years of the Course in Miracles, and, you know, that's the foundation when I picked up this Course of Love and read it, it was like, okay. And he says, you know, now you're going to take all that what's in your mind, bring it down to your heart, and look at it through your heart and blend it in wholeheartedness. And it softened it. I mean, it's the same message, but said in such a loving, understand, you know, more, like I say, not from the intellect, but from the love. And, and like, be gentle with yourself. You know, and you know the truth. I mean, I keep looking back to that last, in, in the last uh, uh, chapter, we are writing a new first page, a new genesis. It begins now. It begins with the rebirth of true self of love, the big S. Forget about that little S. It begins with the birth of Christ in you and in your willingness to live in the world as the Christ self. And, and I think we all display that willingness. We, you know, we show up in so many different ways. And we falter, and that's okay. And, it, you know, here he comes, it's the new beginnings. And he's going back and, you know, bringing out that worry. And as soon as I see ego, like my shackles go up, because I just, that word just still wrangles me. <laughs> But it's like, you know, and I, let go of the past. Don't even think about the present. Live in the now. The now. We don't know. So, yeah. Amen. Amen to yeah. that. Amen indeed. Amen indeed. Because yeah. in truth, all there is is the spacious present. There is only the now. The now. And if I continue mm-hmm. to keep my awareness focused in this particular area, then I'm good. 
and I'm yeah. good. As soon as I start reminiscing about the past or wondering about the future, mm-hmm. that's it. I'm gone from the spacious present. I'm gone from the from this from this uh, now moment, and I don't want to be. I want to be here. Here is where I can feel. When I'm reminiscing, yeah, I can feel, but it's fleeting. When I'm when mm-hmm. I am firmly grounded in the spacious present, I can experience feelings, beautiful, joyous, happy feelings. And that's where I yeah. want to stay. I love it here. I got lost for and I can do that. I can get lost for months or days or weeks. It doesn't really matter. And I had been recently and just I guess it was last week, sometime I don't even remember when it was now. All of a sudden it just came. I didn't do a thing. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. the feeling was there. It was just there. I must have just mm-hmm. let go. I must have just let yeah. go. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. it was there. And oh my God, I have been hanging on to this feeling. I've been staying in this moment. And I am I'm just loving it. I feel so relaxed, so peaceful, and so open, and just so in love with everyone and everything. You know, I, I can you. relate to that. Oh, Judy, can I relate to that? Yeah, you can feel. I think we know it all. But when you know, it's like, just let it go. And then, like, everything just falls into place. And it's just like a calming. Like, for me, like, even, like, when I feel through this body, it's like, oh, breathe. Like, you know, just let it go. Like, look at the trees. Look at this. Look at that. Like, oh, it's such a great freeing feeling. You know, and... And I love that, I don't love that, paragraph five, he kind of really rams it home, like, even though he's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah you know, you know like, oh, yeah, sure, the rehabilitated person, you're like, just watch, you know, and you, oh, yeah, they're rehabilitated, and then you cross your fingers behind your back, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, oh. he, he just hits the nail right on the head with these paragraphs, right on the head. And you know, he sure does. Yeah. You know, I was talking to. I've had so many conversations with Maggie about you know because she's been in recovery for about four and a half years now, and um, you know, and every time you know she kind of goes back to the past, and I said, no, you, you know, you just stay present. Everything's happening now. Your whole new adventure. And just bless every moment that you're alive and have breath to breathe, and 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 you know an an attitude of gratitude, I think is the most powerful thing I can do for my mind. You know, all I have to do is think about all the things I'm grateful for, and and one of the things I've learned to do is whenever I'm in need, whenever I think I have a, an answer, you know, when, whenever I have that question in my mind, what am I going to do? regardless about what it's about, I've trained my mom, instead of thinking about it, to ask God, what am I going to do? You know, Jesus told me one time when I was asking that question, he says, you're asking the wrong question. And, mm-hmm. and you know, ask instead what God's going to do. And that t- keeps me from going to the past and looking in my memory bank and trying to figure out what to do. You know, and, and um, just I wanted to share one more thing. Um, Glenn Hoverman from, um, Hoverman from um, Miracle Magazine had me write an article about time. I think it's for the spring edition. I don't think it's for oh, the Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. 
and and I was I was including in it a vision that I had. Oh, I don't even know when it was, but Jesus was showing me time, and it was like I was in sitting in this chair, um, a comfy chair, <laughs> and time was moving all around me. It was going past me. It was going across me. It was going below me, up. You know, I wasn't going anywhere. I was present always. I had no relationship with time. Time was not a part of me. Time didn't even touch me. Um, Time was just something that looked like it was traveling all about me. You know, it was like I stand still and here comes tomorrow. (laughs) And then here it is now. There it goes. It's yesterday. You know, and it's yeah, but I but I never moved. I never went anywhere. It was always now. So, um, you know, that's, I know that's where I, you know, have been the crux of my spiritual work for years, to be present, to be present mm-hmm. with God. Be here now. God, what mm-hmm. was the guy that wrote that book, the greatest book? Ram Dass. <clears throat> Ram Dass, yes. Be here yes. now. What wisdom yes. in those words. I'm telling yes. you, all the goodies, yes. especially healing yes. or finding yes. peace or anything, be here now. And then when you're being here now, you're not in the past. You're not worried about the future. You're not in your past regrets. You know, you're just being instead of doing. <laughs> you're just being. Mm-hmm. Being a exactly. being. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm complete. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, don't apologize. That was great. I loved your description of uh, your vision of uh, time and, and that experience that you had. That is absolutely remarkable. That's basically what time is. It's nothing. It's nothing. Energy just shoots out in all directions. And that's how you experience time with you being at the center of everything and absolutely in the present consistently, continuously, as if in an ever-present nowness. That was beautiful, Anna. That was just beautiful. What is a man-made measure? I mean, back in prehistoric times, they they knew there was light and dark, but they didn't keep, man created the way to keep Mm -hmm. track of it. You know, man created the idea of past, present, Mm -hmm. and future. You know, that Mm -hmm. wasn't a given. It was a made-up idea. Yeah. No, it's a it's a root assumption that we that we hold in this particular dimension of physical materiality, physical the physical dimension. It's just a root assumption that we just take it for granted right. that there is space and that there is time. And in try and in truth there isn't. But in this dimension no. we have made it very real to us. Yeah, the only thing that travels is our awareness. We take our thinking or conscious awareness and instead of keeping it present, focus on the present, we allow it, I call it time traveling, we allow mm-hmm. it to go into these past memories and, and mm-hmm. we look in the past for solutions to things or we'll, mm-hmm. or we'll worry about the future and it's just we leave, all we're doing is leaving our core, our center yes. of our being. And taking our awareness to a non-existent... I compare it to a trip to Disneyland. 
<laughs> you know, there's, much. A, there's tomorrow <laughs> land and adventure land and fantasy land <laughs> and house of horrors. That's mountain. what time is. It's like dis- a trip to Disneyland in the mind. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And yet we are we are not forced to live with it. It's just a way uh, the ego has, if you'll pardon that expression. It's just a way that Don't this outward personally. portion of okay, okay. <laughs> let, let me rephrase that. It's a way that this outward portion of ourselves has to deal with the physical material world. That's it. That's it. It really has. It really has no other function. What it doesn't understand is that the more that we travel inward to our true selves, to our inner selves, where all the love and all the beauty is, that it can enhance the outwardness of it all. It can provide that, I shall not name it, with information. <laughs> it, can, it can help it guide it through the, the emotional storms that sometimes come. And that's what it does not realize. And we have, I mean, I, for myself, I'll just speak for me. I have the um, awareness and I have the responsibility of sharing this with this part of myself that shall remain nameless so that it can learn how to benefit <laughs> from the true self. self. <laughs> Whatever you want to call it, okay? And just, it shall not be named. <laughs> that's so true. You know, in our everyday Human life. It serves a mm-hmm. it serves a very practical purpose, but yeah. in our spiritual life, it, for me, it plays no part in my spiritual life. But like oh, but as I function during the day, yeah, time is an is a tool. Use time like Jesus says, use it constructively, and yeah. but um, using time for any type of. Um, Problem solving, or or even and for worry, or all or remorse, mm-hmm. or guilt, mm-hmm. or I mean that's a that's a destructive use of time. But there's many yes, constructive uses of it. But for spirituality, yes, I have to be here now with Jesus. Absolutely, I can't be absolutely. Else. You know, yeah, absolutely. And but you know, Lana, and even though I jive, you know, and I make fun of that, the. Uh, he tells us in some in this book and in other readings besides the course of miracles, embrace it all. Yes. God is in me. Exactly. Me, yes. I have it's all love all the time. God yeah. embraces the ego. It, it, it's all part of who you I am, who you are. It's all yes. part of whatever we're going through. So, you know, I, I guess I we've made it the boogeyman. You know, it's not. It's, it's just not, another not part all. of our humanness. And it, yes. it, it, it works and it helps, like, it, it keeps us on our toes, if anything, you know, because we become more aware, more aware of it. And, and that's fine. That's, you know, whatever you want to call it. But it is okay. And God is in the ego also. Absolutely. Yes. 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 You know, I asked yes, Jesus one time about, um, I don't know what I asked him about, but anyway, his response to me was, to my question was, what real or he gave me a question he asked me a question he said what real or imagined is unworthy of the love of god so mm-hmm. you know i just thought there's nothing everything you yeah. know no matter yeah. what shows up 
and if it's not love, then it's a judgment on my part, which I I put in front of the love to hide it. And I have to let go of that judgment and bring everything into my heart, even my body problems and the, my relationship problems. You know, I just bring them all in the altar of love. <laughs> you know, I'll bring them into the love yeah. brain. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's all we can do. And for me, well, that's the, and that's that's the most powerful thing because anything touched by love or touches love becomes love. It's like when that woman touched the hem of Jesus' garment and was healed. You know, right. to me, that's symbolic of bringing something to love and transforming it or transcending it and seeing it become love. You know, so that's it's, true. it's all love that. all the that. And that, that is a symbol. The truth is, is that when she touched the hem of Jesus' robe, she didn't feel the hem of his robe. She felt the love emanating from him. Oh, yeah, that was just the material. Yeah. 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 And that's what the ego... Well, it was symbolic. It was symbolic of love, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Love is and, the reality. And such faith, such depth, such deep, faith in the truth being true and Jesus represented the truth and her faith and her belief was in that truth to a degree that all she had to do was touch his hem you know and she, or whatever. And she yeah. healed herself and he said exactly that. right she healed yeah. herself yeah yeah and that's he would say your, your faith has healed you right exactly oh somebody here I know that Hi. Amy is extra. <laughs> Hi, this is Amy Stein. I know Hi, Amy. What, what happened? Hi, Amy. Amy, I, I, Amy, I, I got this. Hello, Rana. Can you hear me? Thank you. Yes. Yep. Amy, I texted no. you. I was uh, waiting to you. No, Are that's you okay? okay. Yeah, it was just that, um, you know, something came up and it was just... Um, difficult for me to get back home. But anyway, here oh. I am, and I'm sorry to be oh, late. good. Because I know, you know, we were in contact all day, and that's why I said, you know, when I didn't hear you, I said, uh-oh, something's up. That's why I reached out. So I'm glad okay. to hear you. Okay. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we're reading Chapter 15. We read up to Paragraph 8 already, and we've been discussing it for the last 45 minutes. So you, oh, well, you missed some gems. <laughs> You want me to get the book, or which is the Course of Love, or what? Yes, the Course of Love, and we're in Chapter Sixteen in the Third Treatise, and it's page three twenty-one. Three twenty-one. Okay. Three twenty-one. Okay. The practice, no loss, but all gain. Is that it? No. No, that was the previous Chapter Fifteen, the beginning, the new beginning. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm just disrupting your little group. Okay, the new page. Okay. Okay, so you're here, and like we are, we all try to be mindful of keeping our phones muted while we're not, you know. And Yvonne, are you still with us? You went very quiet on us. Are you still with us, Yvonne? Is Yvonne still with us? Yvonne, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. 
I'm just no. listening to you. No. Just went so, you know. What chapter are you on, if you can tell me? Chapter 15, The New Beginning, page no, 321. From paragraph 7 or 8, I can't seven, remember. 7 or 8. Wait, we're in, yeah, we're in the Thank third you. treatise. Okay, and we're on in chapter 15, and we read up to 15.8. Okay. I hope okay. I have it right. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Just pretend I'm out Okay. 15.8, okay. which is... The last That's paragraph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want me to okay. read it, or want somebody else to no, read no, it? No, no, we, we would just... No, no, we read up to that. We've been just discussing the last eight paragraphs. We've been in dialogue okay. for 45 minutes with it. Okay, so keep going, and I, I'll just listen, okay? Okay, all right. Oh, no, you'll read when it's your turn, but we just, like I said, we sure. had gone through eight paragraphs, and we were discussing it, and now we were going to go read on. So that's why I was concerned. Here you were. All right, just... Oh. Sorry. Let's yeah. take a few deep breaths. We are where we're supposed to be. Everybody's fine. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, basically, we're, it's about mm-hmm. um, starting fresh. Like, today is the oh. start of a, a new page in your life, a new genesis. Oh. Starting okay. today, free of the past, free of expectation, and just, you know, being present and, and just having life unfold. This is what I got out of it unfold yeah. according to God's will, God's will for our perfect happiness and not interfering and yeah. um, just not using the past or the future or the expectations of anything to interfere yeah. you know, with our mind and our, and our presence. At least that's my yeah. summation. <laughs> that was a great well, yeah, That's a good summation. Yeah, and that's then take a- your hands off the controls and just let God do it. <laughs> yeah, let go and let God. Let go and let God. Yeah, you know, and that's actually what triggered. That's actually what triggered that change in feeling that I had that came upon me just spontaneously last week. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh my God! Yeah. yeah, yeah, it just happened. I did not do anything. I did not do anything. I was so yes. focused in just being. I was so focused on just experiencing. Yeah. That feeling, it just wow. came over me, and I just don't want it ever to go away. Oh, yeah, those, anyway. Those four little it's, words. It feels wonderful. Oh, that's yeah. lovely. That's so yeah. lovely. It works for me it all is. the time. Let go, let God. I know yeah. I read that years ago somewhere, and it works yeah. wonders because it's the truth. Oh, it's my it's God. Yeah, oh, the wheel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's I remember crazy. hearing it for almost 40 years in AA. And mm. and somehow when you said it, whenever it was, Paul, I don't even remember. Somehow when yeah. you said it, it just sank in, in a completely new, original, and a deep way that I can't even begin to describe. It just happened. You were ready to hear. Judy, you were ready to I hear. Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. I was Is just tired Jesus of all the struggling. I, I asked Hello? Jesus once about the holy instant. And what what you're describing is is so like it because the yeah. holy instant isn't really an instant in time. It has nothing to do with time. 
It's, exactly. it, but, he, but Jesus says, it's, I asked him what it was, and he says, when love recognizes love and remembers itself. And, and that's that exactly whatever how it you, felt. yeah. Right. Whatever you were reading or you heard, there was mm-hmm. a part of you that recognized it and yes. clicked in your mind, and you remembered a deep you know truth something? about it. It did, and it wasn't so much in my mind as I actually felt it. It was a total feeling. There was no in your thinking heart, yeah. involved. In my heart, it went directly into my heart, and I, I just can't even begin to describe the beauty um, of it. It's indescribable. I know exactly peace. what you mean. It's, yeah, uh, I know you know, I, 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 can I, I can know it resonates. It resonates, and you recognize it. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's totally. knowing. It's something mm-hmm. knowing. It's something you know, but you forgot. Yeah. By the way, can I, I, I'm very confused. Can you hear me at all? Yes. Very faintly. Yes. You can't hear me. Okay, then. Um, can you hear me better now? I, well, I no, can you hear sound you. fine, Amy. For me, you sound fine. Okay. Yeah, By the way, can I ask, is that you... I am very confused about this whole format. This is really hard for me because um, is that you, Lana, talking, who said starting new, unfolding, and no expectations? Yes. Yeah, that was oh. me. We're all blabbermouth here. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it was wonderful. It's just that I don't know your voices and I don't know who you are right now. You know? Oh, okay. Well, maybe we can say who we are when we start to talk. Oh, oh sure. Oh, oh, yeah. That's not, I, it. Sounds good. Okay, we'll see. We'll try it. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Amy, you'll get to un- hear the voices after a while. Usually, just the three of us here, four. So yeah. oh, the four no more than yeah. the three. Three yeah. of us. Yeah. four. And yeah. if there's anybody listening, they choose not to announce, and it's fine. But we've been, you know, the ones yeah. dialoguing. Usually a small group. You don't have to, you know, like you're not going to worry about 10, 12 people. Trust me. No. Then we'd have to do a protocol. Everybody announces themselves before they speak, and then they say they're complete. I mean, if you want to do a teleconference, that's how it usually goes. This is Paul, and you're blah, 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 and I'm complete. Yeah. And that opens the floor for somebody else so you don't step on each other's toes like we do constantly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we do, and I'm the worst offender. I, I'm the, I okay for a- Amy, for you, this yes. is Judy, and I will say that oh. I'm always stepping on everybody's toes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the given. Oh, I'm right behind really. you, Judy. It's a call about forgiveness, Amy. <laughs> oh. Oh. No, I, I thank you. And this is Judy stepping on Paula, Alana, and Yvonne's toes constantly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yvonne, you're stepping on your toes, too. I do. <laughs> I do. Right. Sometimes I feel I have to do that in order to get a word in edgewise. Pardon me, but that's <laughs> yeah, how it is. Four women, four women out of the pool. Come on. <laughs> And we all want to talk. We all want to share. Oh, all <laughs> We're right. like the housewives of ACIM or ACOL. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm going to stand my ground since I'm supposed to be the facilitator. 
according to you, the go girl. Yes. Do your right. job, Paula, for goodness sake. <laughs> yeah, right. please, Paula. Be quiet. Everybody just <laughs> mute the phone. <laughs> anyway, we're going to go onward and upward. Okay. We're going to start reading again, and we're going to start with Judy, and then we have Yvonne, Lana, and then Amy. Well, this one's a small one. All right, just keep reading. Judy, do do um, 9 and 10. Uh, Lana, do, no, Yvonne 11, uh, Yvonne, then Lana 12 and 13, and Amy will do 14 and, oh, 14, 14, 15, and 14 and 15, and then there's one, two, three, we'll do, then we'll go from there, all right? So you want to start with 15, 9, Judy? Yes. I will. Okay. The new beginning you are called to now is a new beginning that, like all others that you have offered or attempted, will take place in relationship. The difference is that this new beginning will take place in holy rather than special relationship. The holy relationship has been accomplished by the joining of the mind and heart in unity. The holy relationship is with the self the true self that abides in unity with all within the house of truth. This relationship makes the self one with all and so brings the holiness of the self to all. Yvonne? There are no impediments to this new beginning save for the finalizing of the translation of the thought system of the ego to the thought system of the truth. As we have said before, it is impossible to learn the new with the thought system of the old. It is impossible to learn the truth, to learn the truth through the same methods that have been used in the past to learn illusion. This course teaches that love cannot be learned. I have said here that love, peace, and truth are interchangeable ideas within the new thought system. Thus, truth, like love, is not something that you can learn. The good news is that you have no need to learn the truth. The truth exists within you, and you are now aware of its reality. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Lana? Okay. 12 and 13. How then do you access and live within this new reality, this new beginning, through living by the truth? 13. These treaties, I can never say that word, are no longer concerned with coursework as the work of this course has been accomplished in you. These treaties are simply concerned with assisting you to live what you have learned. Oh, it's not beautiful. Learning was needed in order to return you to your um, true self, capitalist. Despite whatever method you feel you used to learn what you have learned, what this course did was bypass the way of learning of the ego and call upon the Christ in you to learn anew. 
This, that learning put an end to the old. Living what you have learned will usher in the new. Gorgeous. Are you ready to read, Amy, 14 and 15? Yes. Yes. Um, These examples of your former ideas about new beginnings have simply been used to demonstrate why you cannot approach this new beginning as you have those of the past. What will assist you most as the transition of the old thought system for the new continues are the beliefs that you adopted with the assistance of a treatise on unity. Yeah, I guess I don't know what that is. Okay. Um, You are accomplished. Giving and receiving are one in truth. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, there's more. There is no loss but only gain within the laws of love. Special relationships have been replaced by holy relationships. Beautiful. Judy, you want to read? And then we'll just, Yvonne and Lana, and then that's the conclusion of this uh, chapter. Okay. What we are adding now to these beliefs is the idea that these beliefs can be represented in form. These beliefs can, with the help of the new thought system, change the very nature of the self described by the words human being. This calls for still more forgetting as you must consciously let go of all your ideas of the limitations inherent in your concept of what it means to be a human being. While you would not be other than who you are, Who you are is not limited to the concept of human being, nor to the laws of man. If you continue to act as if you are still the same being that you have represented yourself to be in the past, you will not be living by the truth, but by illusion. Okay. 18. Illusion is the, in quote, truth by which you have lived. The total replacement of illusion with the truth is what the new thought system will accomplish. Obviously, this replacement must be total. The means for making this total replacement are in your hands, but you are hardly empty-handed. The truth goes with you, as does the love and peace of God. Oh, my God. I just got the holy goosebumps. Holy yeah, amen, amen, amen. Amen. Wow. Yep. Oh, yeah. You know what that brings to mind to me that, you know, what we just read? Um, you know, Jesus, when he walked on the earth, you know, he was the elevated self of form. And he demonstrated it. And I always remember what he said, I'm here to represent he who sent me. So it's his, it's, he was doing exactly what it's asking me to do here as I read this, to represent in my living, to represent he who sent me, he who created me, to represent that truth, that love, to live the truth 
you know, as Jesus did. And just to be who I truly am. You know, just to be who I truly am and love who I truly am. And, you know, for me it all goes back to non-judgment. You know, (laughs) the only time I'm not at peace is when I judge something to not be loved. Where I interpret it it to be not love. And then Mm -hmm. I just bring it on to the into the heart and mind and blow it up. You know, whatever it is. <laughs> Fear, pain, anger. Mm-hmm. Just come to the love fest. <laughs> yeah, you know, Lana, and when I read in paragraph eleven, it's so reassuring. Right in the middle it says, This course teaches that love cannot be learned. I have said here that love, peace, and truth are interchangeable ideas within the new thought system. Thus, truth, like love, is not something that you can learn. The good news is that you have no need to learn the truth. The truth exists within you, and you are now aware of its reality. That's what we were saying before the knowing, when the, like Judy experienced. You know, and I've experienced in you, Honor, and Yvonne, and even Amy in her own way, like when something says, wow, I feel it, I know it. That's the truth. It's there. Yes, you recognize it. I I recognize, Mm -hmm. you know, I just recognize it, and I experience it, especially when when it was, when um, Amy was reading about giving and receiving being one. Boy, that's unity to me. You know, like mm-hmm. like right now, the all all of us here right now, we're experiencing that unity, that giving and receiving of love. You know, I I share it, and then I receive all the goodies back from sharing it with you guys. Um, yep, it's truly one in unity. Yep, that's the feeling. Yeah. I think we're getting that I'm. That's the feeling that I've been experiencing, and it's just wonderful. It really is. It's just wonderful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One of the words that um, really grabbed at me when we were reading is the is the um, when he when he said uh, um, that love, peace, and truth are interchangeable ideas, and that struck Mm -hmm. me. Yes, they are ideas, and that represents something. And that to me represents something that is not formed. That that's not an idea isn't something that I can touch or look at. I mean, maybe the effect of an idea, yes, but the idea itself is not something I can hold in my hands. So that comes from within me, and nobody else is in charge of the within of me except me, the withinness of me, the God within. That God within me. As long as I am focused, as long as my awareness. As long as I give all my attention to that God within me, I feel wonderful. It's only when I take my focus off of that that all these little niggling things come in. And Lana, when you were sharing before, you know, about weight and finances and all that stuff, it's like, oh my God, I could so relate. And I remember that I made a decision and I went from 140 pounds down to 100 pounds. And I thought, well, okay, well, this feels much better. Yeah, oh, no, I love, and from homeless to where I'm sitting now, and believe me, we're very comfortable <laughs> where I'm sitting right now. So, you know, I, I tackled those. Those are my challenges in this life anyway. Yeah. 
and I tackled them. And it only came when I remembered to turn to the God within me. No one else was going to give me these things. No one else was going to do this for me. This was something that I had to do. And I always know, as within, so without. So as long as I was complaining and moaning and, and whining about, oh, I'm so fat and yada, 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 nothing was going to change until I changed my mind. And that's when it happened. I dropped those 40 pounds like it was nothing, just mm-hmm. nothing. And I've maintained it. I've absolutely maintained it. That's great. You know, yeah. um, the are, same you with finances. Finances. Oh. I was just going to say and the same with finances. I just stopped thinking about everything and just started being who I was and it came it came I got dropped into a massive inheritance or dropped in on me anyway <laughs> but isn't and, that what we go back to Judy what we, that simple let go let God yes you yes. let go and that's yes. and you let go yes. the truth comes through it happens oh, you know in totally. a way that yeah, we have no idea. It's just letting it go, and it'll happen. Don't exactly. You know, it's a lot yeah, of, like, Emmett Fox, like Emmett Fox talks about in The Golden Key, if you've ever read that. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's let it, you know, yes. give it to God yes. and don't think about it anymore. And let God heal yeah, your yeah. mind. And, and every time I go back and think about it, it's like I'm bringing, I'm taking it back from God and saying, no, I can handle this better. <laughs> it's so you know, silly. It is. And I remember I read Emmett Fox way back in the early 70s. I've been a fan mm-hmm. of his like forever. The Mental Universe, The Golden Key, all of these things are just absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. And they touch the truth. And sure when they we do. the truth, we know mm-hmm. the truth. And when, when yeah, we and read it, can it, pop we up anywhere. It. You can pop Absolutely. up anywhere. I found you know, it doesn't have to be a particular book. Yeah. No, it doesn't. But when you mentioned the Golden Key, it just reminded me of what an influence Emmett Fox has been. You know, and when he yes. did the, um, uh, what did he do? It was the, um, the Sermon on the Mount and the Lord's yes. Prayer. He interpreted yes. them. I don't know if you've read that, but it, it's magnificent. Yes. I haven't read them for years, but I did yeah. read the Golden Key again recently, and it was uh, like, okay. <laughs> this is yeah. miraculous, you know. I and but I had read Emmett Fox and, er, and Ernest Holmes and and Joel Goldsmith. Yeah. They were all yeah, my precursors yeah. to A Course in Miracles. They were my course in the 1970s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, it's, yeah. it, it's so true. Here we are, you know, you're talking your story, my story, Judy, and yet you came in this way, I came in, and we're all where we are supposed to be right now. Right now. I'm so happy. Yeah, so happy. And no accident. Yeah. No, no accident. Like, it says living what you have learned will usher in the new, and this is what we're doing. Yes, we are. Living, yeah. living what we have learned and know, and that's what will help us in the new. And I love this when I read these three words, you are accomplished. That when yes. I heard, the first time I read that, you know, I was like, what, are you kidding? But we are. Yeah. I know I had no, the same it's... reaction. And that's just false modesty. That's all that was. That's all that was for me. It was just false modesty. Oh, no, I couldn't possibly be that. But the truth is, yeah, we all are. We all are. 
It's just, you know, you're mm-hmm. beautiful, you're perfect, accept it, deal with it. Exactly. You know, uh, yeah. Judy, my situation was like the polar opposite of yours. When I was young, and especially when I got married, we both had wonderful jobs and we made tons of money. <laughs> and mm. and my, my greatest, and I was skinny and I had all this yeah. clean clothes, you know, and my greatest mm-hmm. fears and the th- two things I worried about was being fat or broke. You know, they were uh-huh. my greatest you fears. And, then, yeah, and then, you know, but that had nothing to do with the truth because here I am talking mm-hmm. to you. I'm both fat and mm-hmm. broke and I've never been happier. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do have you to know, I had not, You know, my peace and my... My peace I, and my joy, I had to learn my pat, that it had nothing had nothing to do with my body. It had nothing to do with my bank true. account. had no, nothing to do true. with it. And, and they're the no, things that I've let go of. You know, I, you know I'm cool mm-hmm. with me just the way I am. Yeah. God, God loves me just Absolutely. the way I am. You know, so, but I think all those years, I, like, starved myself. I wouldn't eat or I'd spend, you know, I'd I'd worry I wouldn't be able to to buy the dresses and the things for the house and everything. And, uh, oh, God, (laughs) those were the days. And when I got sick, you know, when I got sick after Tom died, I, you know, I lost everything because I couldn't work Mm -hmm. for, like, six years. And, yeah. and it was like uh, the stripping of the way of all my mm-hmm. objective idols. They were stripped yes. away from me. But he kept me in peace. You know, I was, that was when during the, my illness was, was uh, those six years were like the, the closest I was ever to God. And I look back at them now and think of that time as such a blessing. You know, and... Um, I hear you. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I only hold it in gratitude and love now. It's it's oh, no absolutely. more a devastating time. That was a glorious yeah. time because I found oh, out what really mattered. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I understand completely. I have to confess, I wasn't fat. Um, I, I, I was always pretty thin my whole life. It's just that when somebody decided that I had to go on some kind of medication that I gained all that weight, and then, I, uh, and then I was told I could go off the medication. And at the same time, it was concurrent at the same time, um, I got deeply involved in A Course in Miracles and everything else. And I just came right back to God again. And like I said, it just melted off. It just melted off. But prior to that, um, I guess it was the late 90s, um, everything shifted financially. It just did. Oh, that, um, my parents, that was... Yeah, yeah. No, well, yeah. that, that was a gift, seriously. I mean, it was simply because um, my parents, um, they amassed quite a bit, and um, I didn't have any clue as to what they were going to do or anything. To me, it made no difference. I didn't even care because they had controlled me with money my whole life. So as far as I was concerned, I was broke. I was going to stay broke, and I didn't want a cent. Period. That was it. And then my parents got sick one at a time, first my dad and then my mom. And that was in um, mid to late 90s. And I just made a decision. I said, well, they need me, and so I'm going to go. And I was just starting into, uh, Barry and I were just uh, starting going out. No, actually, we just started living together. Uh, Yeah, this was 96. Yeah, we just started living together at the end of the year. 
and then uh, my dad got sick with a uh, heart condition and so I and we were living out on the island in Victoria at the time and my parents were like at the other end of the country back in Toronto and so I just hopped on a plane and I said I'm here what do you need and that was it and so they would call me every time they needed something they would call and I would be on the next plane out Barry would drive me to the airport I'd be on the next plane out and I didn't want to think all I wanted to do because I was right in the middle of absolutely everything spiritual in my life and all I wanted to do was be of service that was it I didn't want or expect a thing nothing I didn't want sweet I mean you know Barry was making a real good living you know and uh, I was making you know I was working and I was making a good living so you know we didn't need anything however at that time my parents got sick at the same time and they needed me and so what I was going to do I was the only child at that point my brother died uh, quite a bit of time ago and uh, they never really recovered from that, nor do I blame them. You know, I mean, by God, who can recover from something like that? It was awful. Mm-hmm. So it was just me. It was just me. I remember I was wheeling my, my um, dad was in the wheelchair, my mother was in a walker, and there I was, lifting my eyes to the heavens and asking my brother, where the hell are you? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> it was, yeah, it was kind of priceless at the time, but, you know, it was like, no, he was gone. I mean, I, it was me. That was it. I was the only child at that point. So what else was I going to do? And to me, it was just a way of saying, okay, maybe I wasn't the best daughter in the world. Maybe I was a bit of a, maybe I was a bit of a nightmare as a teenager. God knows I probably was. You know, well, this is my chance. I can make it back up. I can make living amends. And that's something they teach in AA. Don't just go and say you're sorry. Do something. So to mm. me, that was making living amends. I was going to do it, and I did it with a full heart. That, that's the and, key, Judy. You didn't do it. Yeah. You said that you did it from your heart. Oh, my God. That, oh, my God. That's yes, absolutely. Yeah. 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 yeah, absolutely. I did totally from my heart. And I can't begin to tell you, my, my dad passed first in May of 98, and then my mom went in October of 98. So when the wow. two of them were in the hospital, oh, I was in Toronto pretty much all of that time. And I remember my, my mom, she went off dialysis, and she was just going to let go. And I, I, I called the kids, my son and my daughter, and I said, you better get here. My son was in Palm Springs. My daughter was in Miami, no, um, Fort Lauderdale at the time. And I said, you just better get here because, you know, Bobby's going. Anyway, uh, so they came and then Barry came because he'd never met my parents. Of course, we just, you know, started together in January of 96. But in any event, um, you know, they all flew in, so I had to make three independent trips to the airport. <laughs> oh, my mm. God, I felt like an Uber. <laughs> Anyway, so I know I got them all together and, you know, and I just drove from one hospital to another hospital so so they could meet my mom, they could meet my dad, so the kids could see their grandparents, yada, yada, yada. It was a horrendous time. And then in the middle of all of that, guess what happens? My daughter comes down with cancer. (gasps) Yes. Now, if I could have cloned myself into three people, I would have been very happy because my dad was in one hospital. At, at the north end of Toronto, my mom was in another hospital at the south end of Toronto, and my daughter was in Florida. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so I brought her home. I brought her back to Victoria. She came with her, her best friend, and so we got some bunk beds and set them up, and, you know, and Barry took care of the girls while I was in Toronto, and then I'd fly home and do a bunch of things, and then I'd have to fly back to Toronto. It was a nightmare. Anyway, I did it with the greatest of ease. I just felt like a real soldier of God. And I was happy to do it all. Yeah. I felt blessed to be able to do it all. Yes. 
And it sounded mm-hmm. like uh, you just did it for the joy of doing it, you know, just I for did. the love of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know, with, with, from your heart, not from your head. Yeah. No. I'm a good daughter. From your heart. Yeah. Oh, my That's God. No. No. Yeah. no. No, 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 no. No, I never, never, ever, ever shared it like that. It was always because this is what I am choosing to do because I want to. They're my parents. Yeah. And she's my daughter. What else am I going to do? This is my, it was my blessing is how I felt about it. I felt, wow, mm-hmm. what a gorgeous opportunity for me to give. You and know when what I'm we saying. give, we same. receive. Hello, we just read Oh, that. my God, yeah. 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 And, and, and it's one and the same. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah. Amy, true. are you yeah. still there? Yeah. Amy? Yeah. And Yvonne? <laughs> and Yvonne? Yeah. Can you hear me? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, girls. I really did take over, and I didn't mean to. <laughs> no, no, no. Judy, it's fine. It's fine. You know. Oh, I love what you shared, Judy. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's why we we come together so we can share these things because we can relate to so many things in our own way, you know. And and here we have read this whole you know chapter and don't go and live in the past. But the past is a very big part of our story, and you know, there's no past in our human. No, there is. No, there is no past. This, yeah. And whatever the past, the story, it line with was meant to be, and that's why you are where you are supposed to be right now. All of us. Oh, totally. We, totally. We're all, we went, you know, call it the journey through the past. Or, no, it's all an illusion. But whatever, it's part of the journey, the soul's journey. I am feeling so okay. much love for you ladies. Right oh, now. Yeah. Right here. And right now. I just think oh. there's no mistake that we all... You know, like in the Course in Miracles, it says the script is written, and everything that we need for our soul's journey is planned mm-hmm. perfectly by one who oh, knows God. what we need. <laughs> absolutely, um, absolutely. Oh my God! But you know, when we touch that, love, by the way, can you hear? Can you hear me at all? Can you yeah. speak up with me? Yes, we can hear you. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's hard for me. I'm trying to get used to this format because, you know, when you see people, you can see when they finish talking. <laughs> I I know you both, you all have this wonderful sense of everything's fine, and I'm, you know, <laughs> not sure. <laughs> well, you'll you get the hang of it. You'll feel comfortable. You just got, I mean, come on, Amy, you got the moxie. You got New York blood in you. <laughs> yeah, come on, Cher. We, it doesn't have to be all bliss ninny stuff, you know. We, you know, just share with your heart and your, you know, just share who you are. That's perfect. Yeah. We've all been there, done that. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, you know, interrupting somebody or talking over somebody. I don't know how to avoid it when I can't see. Who's talking? <laughs> you don't avoid it, Amy. That's the whole point, honey. You don't avoid it. Right. After a okay. while, you get to know the voices. That's all. You know the oh, voices. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah, and this is, is, is this Lana? No, this is Judy. Judy. You know, I think yeah, Judy and Lana's voice sounds like the same to me. Is, is that true? <laughs> That's not true. No. 
You know, well, we're both from Maryland. We're both from Maryland, so. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Probably yeah. Our, ac- our accent. <laughs> oh, my God. I was so talking like Am I remember when I was living my there, New York voice? Wait a second, ladies. Everyone tells yeah. me here in New Jersey, oh, I know you're from New York. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> totally. And I love oh, it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. When my family came over to this to these countries, Canada and the United States, they kind of split up. Half of them went to the U.S. and half of them stayed in Canada. So I've got so many relatives that live in New York that, believe me, I, I, I recognize the New York accent <laughs> thoroughly. <laughs> and let me tell you something. I've traveled all over probably all these states. I don't have an accent. Everybody else. Oh, yeah, right. right. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, accents are wonderful. I love them. I love the New York Oh, yeah, accent. you're so distinct. Yeah. Yvonne, yeah, come on, speak up. Where's Virginia? Come on. Yeah, come on. I'm just listening. Did you just hear that male voice? Yes. No. Am I? I haven't, no. I mean, earlier, you mean in the beginning? Or now? now? I, oh, now. no, I don't have anything now. Yvonne, I, I don't know. Speak. I'm here. I'm here. Speak. Speak, no. darling. Share. I'm here. You don't hear me. Okay. Okay. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> you got to learn to speak up. That was perfect. <laughs> all right. You have the floor, Yvonne. It's all yours. Hello. Hello, you're there. Yvonne. We do hear you when you talk. We do hear you. We lost her. Oh, oh there she is. Okay, can you hear me? Now yes. we can. Yes. Well, you know <laughs> what? My, my mute button must be failing because, yeah, I've oh. been here the whole time and I've been, you know, Trying to talk. <laughs> I, yeah, I just, uh, just I guess, thing happened. I, but now I called. This is my third time calling back in. Um, oh. I guess the mute button is, is failing. So. All right. Well, that's, you have the floor. We, we that's promise. my story here on this end. Okay, that's what's now happening. You, you have the floor, Yvonne. It's all yours. Oh no, I don't have anything to say now. I was just explaining <laughs> that I was oh, here okay. and you didn't hear me at all. Okay. All right, now, in case you wanted to speak. I just you that I would. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, well, it's yeah. time to, for me to end it. Good night. Good night. Rose, are you going to say good night? Good night, sweetheart. I love you. Love you, too. Thank you, Yvonne. Yeah, stay warm. I will. <laughs> good night, Yvonne. that snow. Good night, Amy. <laughs> Bye. Good night. Bye. Good night, sweetie. And then there were four. Is it? Yeah. So yes. we have a couple of more minutes because, I, you know, by this time I'm waning. You know, it's, I'm up since yes. I'm mm-hmm. right there with you, Paula. I go yeah. brain dead. Yeah, you're in the same, same, <laughs> same time zone with me. So, yeah. Yeah. Those other two well, are was, on the other side. <laughs> yes, we are. Amy, I don't know what time it is there. But I'm sure it's probably not too late because it's not too late here. 
She's in Arizona, so she's only two oh, hours so it's, different. Yeah. Maybe one or me. two because, wait a second. That's two. Amy, what time is it there? Amy? Amy? <laughs> Oops, Amy. <laughs> and then there were three? <laughs> what Oops, happened? we lost another one. They're dropping like flies. <laughs> Oh, it was that murder mystery. What time was that movie? Like, and now, like, you know, ten little Indians, like, and then there was none, and there was one. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, 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 I well, wonder maybe, when Yvonne maybe, went off, she thought we were ending oh, it. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe yeah. it is time to say goodnight. It's 925 okay. here on the coast. So Yeah, 625. I'm going to say goodnight, mainly because I have to pee. But by the time I get back, it'll be over. I always pee before so I don't have to. (laughs) Okay, I love you guys. I love you all. See you next week. Thank you. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good Good night. night. I love you, Paula.